Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on our podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. It seems like by the end of the week, we're just like... I was going to say schnuckered. Schnuckered is not the right word. What's the right word about being, like, tired? We're tired. Schnuckered. That's like when you're tricked into something. Schnuckered? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was, like, tipsy. Tipsy is when you're inebriated. No, I thought that's what schnuckered meant. Like, man, I'm... I got schnuckered. That means being tricked? Yeah. I don't think so. (laughs) If you guys want to chime in on this conversation feel free to email us um so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be talking but i might slur my words a little bit not that, because i'm tipsy but or schnookered <laughs> schnookered no it's because that's not the right word it's not i it actually fulfilled one of my dreams yesterday it is a dream i've had for 25 years and that is, bum, 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 bum. I got me some braces. So, <laughs> something. See, in the video, they're like. Right now, they're just on the bottom on teeth. The bottom of my teeth, yeah. <clears throat> but eventually, they'll migrate up to a Well, they won't teeth. move on their own. He'll, like, put some on there. R- yeah, you just made it sound like it was, like, this. They're moving around. Organic <laughs> thing. Um, I got some real high-tech oh. braces. Hold on, real quick. My name's Nathan. I'm Lacey. And this is Shoot the Breeze with Nate and Lacey. We talk about incredibly important things. (laughs) So important, guys. Um, Super important braces and migrating. Mm -hmm. And if they they migrate on their own, you should go to an orthodontist. I'll get that checked, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, So, so I got my braces, and let me tell you what. I have such respect for 12 year olds right now because I just got them yesterday (laughs) and last night was miserable it was terrible it was like he put the wire on and he says to me I'm putting in a light wire and I go to leave and I'm like oh is that wire because I didn't really even feel it and I'm like oh is that you know like hey hey maybe I need something a little more and he's he says to me believe me that's all you want (laughs) and I said Oh, like I'm this like boss with pain and I'm not. She's not. I'm not. And and he I just think, you know, I got this. I I got this because they're at first they were like uncomfortable. Right. And your mouth, you're feeling all these places in your mouth. You don't usually feel. And he had to put these bite blockers in because my teeth, I have such an overbite. It was coming down and knocking onto one of my front braces. And so he put these bite blockers in, which stop you from biting down before you get to your actual bite. But it feels like you can't close your teeth all the way. And so that was really, that was irritating, but it wasn't painful. Well, as the day went on, I'm feeling this wire more. <laughs> like every second, it's all I can think about. It's like, gotta make dinner, wire. Gotta walk to the room, wire. Gotta help my kid, wire. And it's Gotta just breathe, wire. <laughs> right, like I can't, I kept like trailing off of my sentence. It was really bad so I finally went to sleep I think I went to bed at like 9 30 last night and so I woke up this morning I was like oh yeah braces 
<laughs> last night, speaking of our sleep schedule, mm-hmm. last night I went to bed at 8.30. You did? I was schnookered. Tired. That's the, you, you're, you're not going to make that a word. You're not going to make it a word. I was so tired, though. Mm-hmm. 8.30, which is rare, and Lacey's 9.30. So we, so our 12-year-old, who has had braces for a while now, yeah. boss, our 10-year-old... Our 10-year-old, who's had braces for a couple months now, she whined so hard. She did, and she confessed to me last night as I was telling my woes. She goes, Mom, they were made me so miserable, I almost popped them off with a fork myself. And I just looked at her, and I'm like, the how horrifying that sounds. She would actually have done it. I'm actually yeah. surprised she didn't, but... Well, hold on. But after all of the whining that you have done over the last 24 hours, mm-hmm. not even 24, 12 hours, 24, I would not be surprised if I found you and Ari popping them off with a fork. Popping them off I with a fork. I would not do that. I am. No, listen. <laughs> you're too stingy. As much as I am. Okay, stingy. Okay, you're just using all these words wrong. Um, no, cheap. stingy because you're cheap. Yeah, stingy. You wouldn't want to pop them off because you already paid for them. Well, yeah, and obviously I've waited a really long time to get them, so I want them, and I want the end result. You just don't want to deal with them. No, I don't want this, like, I don't want to feel like I have all this stuff on my teeth. It feels weird and heavy, <laughs> like like a pack animal on your teeth. <laughs> and, and I just, like, I'm sitting here, like, I can't, like, I haven't really eaten anything since yesterday. I came home. After I got them on and there was some leftover taco meat in the fridge. I'm like, I'll know what I'll do. I'll make myself a taco salad. That to you, you're thinking in your head, wow, that was a dumb idea, which I didn't think about until I took my first bite and realized I couldn't chew. And it was just like falling out of my mouth. The like <laughs> chip, corn chips and the, Goodness. I couldn't finish it. So I've, since yesterday, I've had some broth and coffee, a few bites of soft pancake. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to eat anything. So also... Uh, Lacey's on a new diet, <laughs> so she should be losing some weight. <laughs> yeah. Called the braces diet. It's called the braces diet. I am going to make, so I'm going to write a book, make a bunch of money. Um, so Lace, you've had a kind of a crazy 48 hours. Uh, we've had actually some really fun things we'll get to later on in this episode, just dealing with our family Um, some schedule stuff, some things that we've been reading. We'll get to that. But what I wanted to do, because you've had kind of a crazy day, I wanted to start off with just some fun questions that you get to answer, okay? And this will be fun. Like, I wanted to maybe lighten it up, okay? Maybe shift, shift your brain into a lighter mood, okay? First question. I'm being serious. I'm not being sarcastic. Okay, I'm, I'm like being trying serious. to figure yeah. out how to take you right now. She, she's looking at me with these like <laughs> big eyes like, oh no, what are you going to ask? No, these are fun. So for example, mm-hmm. first question, who has always made you laugh? Like somebody currently in my life or a comedian or... Just what's the first person that, who's the first person that comes to your mind? You. Well, I know that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was, like, one of the first reasons I was attracted to you, is you make me laugh. Well, thank you. Yeah. I have some more fishing questions. Um, Okay. (laughs) Who's your favorite husband? No. Um, No, okay, well, now I'm curious. Like, is there an actor or someone who's always made you laugh? Or comedian or anything? Oh, I have several comedians I think are hilarious. Like, Mike Barbiglia is one of my favorite. He's coming to town. Top. 
He's coming to Austin. When? Uh, like in a week. Well, we're a day late and a dollar short for that. Trust me, we're a lot of dollars short for what the <laughs> tickets are. <laughs> we're so many dollars short for what. Well, it we'll leave that. But man, no, I think he's hilarious. <laughs> I love his delivery. Um, we read a. F- uh, I don't know if this is a. Oh, Lacey's <laughs> tapping. Okay, yes, he's funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think. Um, <coughs> I always back in the day, Brian Regan when he came out, like oh, his yeah. first stand up bit was yep. one of my favorites I've ever so ever good. heard. Yeah. Um, and as far as uh, com- like actors, mm-hmm. there's I actually think Ryan Reynolds is really funny. I love yes. it. he does a, a comedy role. I think that's great. Um. I, I love. I like Reynolds. dry. I like dry humor, though. I like people that can deliver lines pretty really, yeah. casually. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Um, I was gonna say, I, for me personally, I like um, all the all the ones you've mentioned. Ricky Gervais is up there. Oh, I don't um, find him that funny. I like. I, I find him funny, and then also you and I both got into like the British or Irish humor. Yeah. That really dry almost monotone delivery and man we really got into that um i was gonna say something yeah no mike really is coming to town he's coming in like a week or two but it um tickets are like 90 bucks really more yeah wow well he's arrived good for him north of a hundred good job good job mike way to (laughs) way to earn your living man exactly (laughs) anyway so who's always made you okay uh what is the coldest day you remember i mean ever in my life yep what's the coldest day there's so many i have one in particular that i think you remember, but I'm curious to know if you say the same thing. I, I, like I said, there's so many days where I've been so cold. Majority of your life. <laughs> yeah, like even we, like we lived in a few states where it was always winter. It felt like, and so, um. Yeah, I I I just get cold. I when I get cold, I stay cold. I don't really warm back up very mm-hmm. easily. I have to take like a hot shower and I like walk around just like with all these hoodies and socks and yeah, you know, extra layers on. Um, I I mean, on the glacier when we got stuck on that glacier, that was a pretty cold time. But mm. I had like boots on that were pretty good. They were pretty high rated, and we were moving the whole time. Yeah. So even though it was cold, it wasn't terrible terrible um should i give you the one i'm thinking yeah of? give me the one you're thinking of i'm having trouble when we lived in it was it was houston alaska oh yes okay, okay 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 <laughs> yes, yes 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 that is the coldest because nathan was gone at a doctor's appointment and our fuel tank ran out of fuel and um so i called the place and i said hey we ran out of fuel and in, in alaska these heaters are super popular. I haven't really seen them other than Alaska, but they're called Toyo heaters <laughs> and they sit in your house in one room and they're, uh, they're like, uh, their unit. 
and all the heat just comes out of the unit. They're not piped to other rooms. And so basically mm -hmm. you have to have all the doors in your house open to heat your... Or multiple Toyos in each room. Right. And we had... Usually people have one a floor. So back in our last house we lived in, we actually had the Toyo in our room and we kept the door to our room open so it could reach the girls' room because if we didn't keep our door open, it wouldn't reach the room. But I remember Ari crying and telling me how <laughs> selfish I was because we had the heater in our room. Like, you don't get to choose what room it's in, but she just took it as a personal offense. <laughs> but back before we had kids, we lived in this apartment and it had a Toyo and it ran out of fuel oil, which is in a tank outside. So I called the company, asked them to deliver it, and she refused to deliver it until I went outside and checked and she made me like stick a broomstick down there to check the level which obviously there wasn't but at that point we were experiencing a cold snap which was i think it was like 30 or 40 below i couldn't get the car started everything was, so was frozen here's yeah the, here's the difference between Lacey and i Lacey actually did what the woman <laughs> asked her to me i would like make it sound right, like burp, burp. oh yep nope empty that's the difference between Lacey and i Myself, Lacey and myself, Lacey and me. I think any time that I've been camping and it's just been too cold at night, which I've had a few times, I think back when I worked with this traveling ministry, we had to camp outside a few times when it was just a little bit too cold to be camping outside. I, but that's the hard part is I like sleeping in the cold. I feel like I get a better sleep. Like in 30 degrees? I mean, yeah. It's as long mm. as you have a good sleeping bag and yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me okay, this is like hopping on to a totally different side of things camping when it's too hot. Oh, Which. that I can't do. <laughs> I can't do that we, at all. I hate it. Okay, so we actually love, or I, I will say it this way, I love camping at the beach. And so last I year. I, I liked it up did until. Did you? Up yeah, until our last trip? Yeah, up until last year, all of a sudden. We, don't like it anymore. We decided to go camping at the beach. And right when quarantine lifted, um, when it was really heavy, it lifted. And we decided to go down to Puerto Aransas in Texas here and go camping. And it was May, so it was a little late for beach camping. Usually it's too hot by May, but we just forged ahead and went anyway. And generally, we are smart enough to check the wind index, the wind index, as well as the humidity index. But I was so wanting to go to, I didn't even check. I just packed the car and we went. And um, it was this comedy of errors because my sister was, she was pregnant, I think, what would she have been like five months pregnant and so pregnant well she was like only five months at the time but um and then I forgot Lydia had an ortho appointment and then I forgot we had an appointment at school it was all this stuff was happening and going wrong so we didn't even get out of the house until like six o'clock at night and so yeah. we had a four hour drive down there and we get setting up in the dark well it was 90 percent humidity so much so that all my um like my Rubbermaid totes that are clear, I have my cooking utensils in, they were all sweating on the inside because it was so humid and it was pitch black and the wind was 14, 15 miles per hour yeah. and it was whipping down the beach and it was... Um, it would gust up to 16 to 20. Yeah, and it was like just Nathan could barely get the, um, the tent set up and so finally we get everything set, we go to bed that night and it's just hot and the wind was not enough to keep you cool it was just hot and humid 
And in the morning, I woke up to a bird flying by and pooping in my ear because the cover, we left the cover <laughs> off the tent. And so it pooped right in my ear. And um, <laughs> then we got really terribly sunburned. And man, and then uh, what else? It was just all of this stuff. So it was anyway, just so many things. Yeah. Nathan ended up getting a little scarred from that camp trip. So I'm trying to talk him back into beach camping, which we've had a lot of fun. We've had that one trip that was bad. So I think we need to get back into it. But it was a, one trip. It was <laughs> memorable. <laughs> I love the beach. So the, I love the beach. Love the beach. Both Lacey and I love the beach. It's where we, um, we just it's so relaxing to us. But the thing is, I, I'm scarred from camping at the beach now, and I want to stay in a hotel now. Go to the mm-hmm. beach. Stay at the hotel. Okay, I I thought I just thought of when I was the coldest. Yeah. The entire time we lived in Wasilla was the coldest. <laughs> the entire time. No, the summers were pretty good. Summers were pretty mild there. I think the worst part was the um, windstorms. Wind was horrible. Wind was horrible. It would rip roofs off the, th- the houses. Yeah, it was because yeah, it was like hurricane force wind, but it yeah. was just considered a storm. Because in Wasilla. They're located in a valley. Literally, it's called the valley between two mountain ranges. And so the wind comes in there gaining speed as it blows through and how like roofs, roofs off of houses would be ripped off. And it's just normal. It's like seasonal. It's like hurricanes in Florida. They're like, "Eh, yeah, it blows semis off the road. They're really bad. And so you mix that and they usually happen in the wintertime. And so, so cold. It was cold. It was very cold. One time it even ripped Ari. Wasn't it Ari out of your arms? No, Ari was a baby. So I had Ari in the one hand who was really little. And then I had Lyd, who was a toddler, who was a little bit sturdier. And I had to choose between them. And I had to let Lydia get ripped away. And she went rolling across the parking lot. And (laughs) just picturing that. (laughs) It was really bad. And she was like obviously scarred and she refused to go out and win storms after that she wouldn't do it and well yeah i know i know it was <coughs> it was definitely like a choice you know like oh my word um which kid are you gonna let okay last question mm-hmm. what is your favorite family tradition that we have any it's just family tradition it could be something you grew up with could be something that we do whatever family tradition i think my favorite family tradition is we don't do it anymore but back when we uh, lived by family during Thanksgiving, we would go to a hotel for a few days oh, yeah. and we would just all have rooms and go to the pool and play games together and just spend time. And That's a good one. I really enjoyed that. That was sad yeah. to give up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving was even bigger than Christmas, I would say. Yeah, it was more. Yeah. It was just a really super fun we're trying to start a new tradition where everyone comes to Texas, which would be warm. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're in our family, you should come to Texas right, for Thanksgiving. You meet all of our needs, please. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, cultivaterelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others, uh, we've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. 
we've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. We just celebrated Ari's adoption day. Wait, did we just talk about the traditions the last podcast? Yeah, I'm not actually doing traditions. Oh, okay. I, there's a couple more new things. Yeah, no, this is not about traditions. Okay, and so it's if good. people are feeling like sense of deja vu, it's not because... No, no, no. So the question I asked was not like... It was... Just, it was I, so I got these questions from a Chick-fil-A kids meal. Oh, the little yeah. um, ask yeah. me table discussion thing. Yeah. So this is not this episode is not sponsored by Chick Fil A, but if you but it could be go to Ch- they could be we're totally willing and open <laughs> for any sponsorship. We really could care less. Um, I mean, I care a little bit, you know. I mean, we'll make that judgment call <laughs> depending on sponsored depending on how much they're sponsors. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. We have standards. Um. Anyways, this came from Kids Meals. So. But Adoption Day, we didn't talk about Adoption Day. So, and that's a family tradition. Well, yeah, and some people call it Gotcha Day, which I don't know that. Not our favorite term. It's not my favorite, so we just call it Adoption Day, which it gets confusing for people, but we know what we're talking about. It's the anniversary of the girl's adoption, so yep. it's almost like second a second birthday. birthday, except for they don't get presents. They just get to pick a fun family activity. Yeah, for the whole, for the evening, for the, like, day. Yeah, so, you know, we've done geocaching, we've done uh, um, putters and gutters, which was is, like, a little amusement. Yeah, like, Ari, wanted, area. Ari wanted to go skating, but she wanted the whole family to go skating, not just her and Lydia. Guys, my hip, <laughs> we went, like, a week ago. My hip still hurts. I fell so hard. It I was, was really fun for me. It was fun. Like, it was a yeah. blast, but, man... It was like the last half hour we were there. I fell so hard. Thankfully, interesting note, I was able to borrow Lydia's rollerblades because Lydia and I now wear the same size shoe. <laughs> Here's our 13-year-old, our 12-year-old yeah. now. 12-year-old. Yeah, I always live in my best life because I, I, I love rollerblading and roller skating. And when I was younger... That was my, I was telling Nathan, that was my jam. Like, that was my <laughs> social life. We we were homeschooled, my, my siblings and I growing up, and once a month we would have homeschool roller skate day, and we would go to, it was like an old school classic roller skating rink, and you'd have the little snack area, you'd have the roller rink, and you'd have races and limbo, you know, all that fun stuff, you know? And we yeah. would just live it up, hanging out with people that we barely knew because we didn't really... I don't really know anybody there, you know, regularly, unless I could get one of my friends to go. But it was just more cool to be out doing something social. And the moms would sell their curriculum. And so we went and did that every month. And um, which that kind of that brings up two stories for me. One Mm -hmm. is um, I found out, you know, I would have I would have things come up missing from my room. (laughs) <laughs> like my audio adrenaline CD. I'd be like, hey, mom, have you seen my Newsboys? Not CD tape, sorry, tape. Have you seen my Newsboys tape? And, you know, it was just gone. And all of these things just started coming up missing. Well, it turned out my younger sister uh, would take them to homeschool roller skate and she'd sell them <laughs> to other people because it was like this open, 
you know, like flea market of different mm. Christian materials. And so people bought my sister's bootlegged, not bootlegged, stolen uh, items. So wouldn't they be bootlegged from you? Like a bootlegged something that's been banned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're just stolen merchandise, basically. Black yeah. market. Black market. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that what was, was the just, second story. The second story had to do with my braces. We're making a full loop here. Uh, what yeah. was the second story? So what? when I was like 13, I went to homeschool roller skate and they brought in a photographer once a year to do oh. pictures, do school pictures. You should have started with this one. This is a sad one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to land with the fun ones. <laughs> Anyway, I went in to get my picture taken, and before I went in, my mom said, hey, Lacey, I want you to smile with your teeth for your picture. And he said, Mom, I don't like my teeth. I don't want to smile with my teeth. And she said to me, I don't care if you don't like your teeth. You need to smile with your teeth because I'm paying for the pictures, and you don't have to look at them if you don't want to. (laughs) And so I said, fine, I'll smile with my teeth because I was 12 and very much like my current 12-year-old. 12-year-old, yeah. And so I go in there, and she sits me down and gets me ready. I think it was a he, actually, which makes more sense. But the guy sits me down and gets me ready. I says, okay, you know, one, two, three. And I smiled, you know, and he took me, took, you know, went down like he's going to take the picture. And he looks through the viewfinder for a second, and then he pokes his head out, and then he looks through the viewfinder again, and then he pokes his head out and goes, I think it would be better if you smiled without showing your teeth. And I just was like, yeah, I know. I am in 100% agreement with you, buddy. And you just (laughs) confirmed for me what I was thinking the entire time. No one wants to see my teeth when I smile. (laughs) Oh, that is so bad. I know, right? So bad. Hey, if you guys have any funny picture stories, please let us know. We would love to encourage other people who listen with any stories. (laughs) That's a horrible story. Like school picture stories? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I would love to hear other yeah, people's school pictures. Yeah, they are pretty pictures. great. Yeah. yeah. I wore tinted blue glasses for my ninth grade. Ninth grade, man. Yeah. That's, That's right. getting up there, too, to wear the tinted blue. You would, you would think I knew better, but I did not. Right, right. <laughs> it was a phase. I thought I was going to wear tinted blue. I was, I was just talking with somebody about... Um, back to back to roller skating i was Mm -hmm. just talking to them about like what a thing it was when we were younger and how our parents would literally just drop us off Mm -hmm. and we'd go roller skating can you even imagine doing that now for your younger kid just being like have fun at the rink like here's four dollars four it's like ten now well you could like you could get in and buy yourself like a pickle or something like that, you know, or oh, nachos or no, whatever. Definitely nachos, not a pickle. Weird. A pickle, 100%. Those big old pickles they would. No, nachos. Cheese drizzled all over the top. So disgusting. So good. Hey, um, so yes, adoption day. That's what we did for adoption day. We went to a roller skating rink. Super yep. fun. Blast. I still hurt because I'm getting old and my hip hurts. Um, Lacey got braces. I'm just going through our show notes. It's a, it's a, you're doing it in such an exciting way, too. Um, I know. We did yeah. not bore people. Oh, hey, uh, speaking of boring people, if you guys have something interesting you would love us to talk about, 
feel free to send uh, send us an email, and we'll. You feel I I don't know if this is the vibe you're wanting to come across as, but the vibe I'm getting is desperate. Are you desperate? Why? I haven't done a You've question. You've done a called out for like three different questions. Have I? Yeah. Okay. Um, changing. Ooh, here's one. So this last week, we've talked about our morning routine quite a bit here on this podcast and in person, but we have a massive change that happened this week that everyone with potentially the exception of Lacey is not excited about. People in or my is family, excited about except you. Yeah, everybody in my family is going wild about our new change, our morning routine change up. They are like losing their minds Love with it. excitement. I went to bed at 8:30 last night knowing our morning routine would happen. <laughs> and let me tell you what. We added family breakfast to the agenda. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> and it is a fan favorite already. Everyone loves it. Yes, almost everyone loves it. <laughs> <laughs> the lady who feels pinned, penned in by mm-hmm. schedules, i.e. my wife, mm-hmm. is not a big fan yet. I am not, but it is really good as far as I, it is helping because we are noticing um, so much of our kids fighting was happening in the morning. And so we wanted to tighten up that a little bit more. And it has helped a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not making it. I told Nathan I wanted to set the bar really, really low. So we started out with cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and because, I mean, the problem with these people I live with is that they're kind of... Your family. You're talking oh, about your oh, family. Oh, the family. I, yeah. My family. They think that if you start with something, that it has to continue on that way forever. So I had to start really, really simple. So I wasn't locked into, like, you know, like, uh, waffles every morning which is funny because this morning ari and lydia made waffles waffles. bacon (laughs) like a ton of stuff which was hilarious yeah yeah which they're they're doing it they are in charge of breakfast twice a week and i have it three times so i think it'll be i think it'll be good i just want to make it sustainable or i won't keep up with it if i'm expected to do like a good old farmhouse breakfast every morning Yeah. yeah um Anyways, wanted to give that update. Yeah. If you're if you're deeply following the steel schedule, yeah, deeply not, interested I'm really in. I'm sure they're not, but I wanted to give that update for those. They're of you just who not. Are. They know what time to show up for breakfast now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we didn't give a time. Oh, we didn't give a time. No. Um. Hey, I wanted to add this in because you've been reading it. I just started it, but we have a book recommendation for those of you who have adopted or, um are raising kids with, I don't want to say difficult kids. I want to feel free to jump in here and save me. But basically, I like watching you kind of flounder a little bit. It's, I mean, that sounds so mean. I don't like watching you flounder. I like watching you scramble a little bit. Yeah, you do. No, you like me. Yeah. But anyways, it's called The Connected Parent. And I was wondering if you could share just a little bit of your thoughts on the book. Um, Like I said, I just started it. um, Yeah, yeah. we have talked about before um, a book by uh, Karen Purvis called The Connected Child. Yeah. That really was influential for us in um, adopting and just learning about our kids. And The Connected Parent is very similar, except for I think it gives a little bit more... I think it's more helpful with my older kids um, yeah. and real specific. 
I was telling Nathan that I said, hey, I want you to read this. Not that it'll be a lot of new ideas per se, but maybe just a little bit more concrete um, and even just strategy ref- for where we're at right now. Right, and just some refreshers on, right. you know, kind of in the trenches. Hey, remember this strategy. Remember, like you're saying. Right, and even um, in the book, they talk a lot about scripts or things that you say to remind kids because they're not able to handle a lot of words when they get unregulated and I deal with that a lot with my girls that they have things that push them off into um feeling pretty unregulated or out of control and how how we have cues that bring them back and so um that was really helpful for me just re- Establishing yes, that these little cues, these little... That doesn't have to be complicated. Right. And I definitely overcomplicate things or want these big old strategies or these long-term things when they can be really simple. And so um, I've really enjoyed reading it. I think it's been just a great um, uh, asset to where I'm at right now with my kids. And so that book is called The Connected Parent. It's by Lisa Qualls and Karen Purvis. Um, and uh, we've been we actually got the audible version because we can both listen to right. it and talk about it. Well, the the reason I want to say, even if you haven't adopted, but it's like, man, we we know that all of our kids have gone through, you know, some are sometimes we can feel as a parent out of control with our kids, adopted, not adopted, stepkids, all of the above, and knowing, just I know for ourselves, we love it when people have recommendations for us. And so we want to just share that. Hey, if you're struggling as a parent, as, uh, <laughs> feeling out of control in parenting and just maybe needed some encouragement, we highly, highly, highly recommend the connected parent. Um, so yeah, that was just a quick shout out. Speaking of connected parent, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I'm already picking up on in the first kind of couple chapters is valuing, I think valuing your kids above, um, valuing what your kids need above either routine, I'm trying to think of what the right word is, like responsibility maybe, of, I know for myself, I can get, like, no, I have X, Y, and Z in my schedule today, I can't, I don't have time for this, when in reality, the most important thing in my schedule is my kids, right, right. Is, is my relationship with you. And I know it, it can, it's one of those things that can be very frustrating, right? And so that's... Well, let, can I use an example? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So um, one of the examples is my family, bless them, do really well when I write out a schedule. And it's not enough to put it like a checklist, like we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do that. It has to be timed, like at what time exactly we're going to do something in all three of them really love that because it's very concrete and so we have breakfast at a certain time and then a half hour later we have the next thing and blah 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 (laughs) and so if something happens to overlap they lose their ever-loving minds (laughs) and um, even Nathan was really pushing he was putting a lot of pressure um, this last week on something to be done so we can move to the next thing on time and the kids were actually really escalating um, and 
he was so focused on. I'm just trying to keep us on time because I know, they like you, a but, schedule. But you were really focused on right. to moving to the next thing. Right. And be, because you were so focused on that, you weren't noticing that they were actually really right. ramping up. Right. And so I'd kind of just nudge you and be like, hey, hey, you're focusing on the wrong thing right now. Right. And I'm sorry for kind of using you the bad example. No, this, no, no, but no, but that's it, what I mean. What that's what I'm learning. Is yeah. Being able to be like, okay, yes, it is important that we keep on time, but maybe not as important as what our kids immediately need. Right. What kind of yeah. atmosphere we're creating, yeah. what kind of, yeah, like you said, what the immediate need is yeah. in the situation. And I think that, you know, we have that ability as adults to, um, well, some adults. <laughs> but we personally, you and I, we have that yeah. ability as adults to sacrifice what we want or what we even feel like we need. And she talks about this in the book a lot, that the first step in being able to help your kids is being able to go into your your own places of hurt or feeling unsafe or feeling right. wounded and being able to deal with that first. Because if we don't deal with those things first, we're not going to be able to help our kids out in that. And that's a one thing we talk a lot about and cultivate is that these you know that we are called to love god we're called to love people we're called to live in relationship but until we deal with our own relationships in our life that we can't be that extended to other people we can't extend the love of god to other people because if we've never felt love we've never experienced true love true acceptance how can we expect to yeah offer that to others well and oftentimes it's not about experiencing it it's about receiving it right you know that often we 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 reject it either because we feel like we don't deserve it or we reject it simply out of i don't know being wounded or hurt but um we our book Unlove talks about that, of being able to receive the Heavenly Father's love so that you can give that love Right, and and, and that is extended to our relationship with our children. A lot of times we want things for our kids that we've not experienced for ourselves or we've not been taken seriously. And I think that, you know, that's one thing it's really good to think through is my kid is struggling with this thing. Is that something I've had freedom in my own life over? Right. Like, what do I do when I feel unsafe? Have I, have I brought that to the Lord and talked to him about that? You know, what are my triggers for feeling um, out of control? Is yeah. that something I've allowed the Lord to bring me healing for, or been honest with my spouse about? Because if we're asking our kids to go places that we haven't went ourselves, that that's going to be, that's a hard journey, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that has been uh, helpful just to think through and, strategize with you i think that parenting does involve strategy it involves um communication and um it 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 involves making sure that your spouse making sure that you and your spouse are a team Mm -hmm. i know there's so many circumstances out there so i don't want to um make anyone feel less than but i know that's been something incredibly incredibly helpful in our marriage in our parenting is knowing the other person's right. your teammate even if you disagree with them are you willing to um maybe set aside that disagreement for the sake of being a team together right yeah. and 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 kind of thinking back and forth 
of sometimes you have to give up something to agree with me and sometimes I have to give up something to agree with you mm-hmm. and it's that back and forth of going okay I'm going to sacrifice <laughs> on the schedule that says nine we're going to move on to at nine nine o'clock is the time we're moving on at <laughs> and being able to sacrifice my own desire for nine o'clock for what you're saying is no right now this is most important you did talk about kind of caring for yourself and i have this quote on there because i really feel like you should talk about it but i it's also a great kind of segue and backing up what you're talking about with caring for yourself. The quote is, um, and you had found this earlier this week, um, by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and it says, my mental health really changed when I stopped asking myself, why am I so lazy? And starting started asking, why does my body need so much rest right now? Mm-hmm. And I thought it's such a fantastic quote, and I wanted to get your thoughts on that quote and why it meant so much to you um yeah that actually that was a really impactful I've been thinking a lot about that concept I think it goes along with being kind to yourself um and listening to what your body is telling you which has been a journey I've been on the last few years just with different health things and decade yeah yeah (laughs) I uh (laughs) honestly um I was raised with a really strong work ethic and basically, you were working harder, you were lazy. Well, <laughs> well let, me, let me put a twist on that. Work ethic and responsibility. Right, really the, high responsibility. Yeah, high responsibility. Right. And so um, if I was dealing with exhaustion, you know, I would try to take, like, I learned, like, if I was dealing with exhaustion or dealing with a health thing that I would need to lay down or I would need to try to you know, give myself rest. But the whole time I'm giving myself rest, I'm just beating myself up, you know, like... We say rest with air quotes. <laughs> yeah, like, why are why are you such a loser? Why can't you get up? Just force yourself to move, you know, and all this mental mm-hmm. stuff, right? And so I started to try to take those thoughts captive, and, you know, it's it's been a step-by-step journey, but I think, like, when I saw this quote... I, I think, you know, I just encourage me, like, change the question to yourself, not why are you such a loser? Why are mm-hmm. you so lazy? Why can't you get it together? Why can't you get your migraines figured out? Why can't you get, you know, why did you do such and such? You know, you shouldn't have done that. Instead, say, OK, let's problem solve. Why is my body really struggling right now? Um, what are things I could do to best support it? Instead of an accusation, it's a recognizing of, yes, my body is struggling. Yeah. Number one. Number two, because it's struggling, I need to take care of it. Yeah. <clears throat> so number three, how am I going to take care of it? And it creates this decision of proactivity instead of just... Blame. Blame maybe? or accusation. Blame yourself. Yeah, accusation. Right? And I think as I'm, you know, doing this and thinking about it and just learning, like, how to be kind to my body. Like, my body is a gift from the Lord. And um, I don't say that lightly. I mean, Nathan, as you know, has chronic health issues. He was born with a body that 
what, like what we call a beater, <laughs> like a beater yeah. of a body, like <laughs> a lemon, <laughs> a lemon we're, there. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you know, we were just, we were, it was so funny. We were talking, we were talking to Ari this week about how, uh, we were joking about how much I hurt and I'm like, honey, mom might be older than me, but I feel like my body's older than her. <laughs> Yeah, for real. And, you know, you've, your body's went through a lot just to stay alive. Mm. And and I think instead of, you know, being like um, whatever body we've been given, mm. being able to still be thankful and be like, Lord, thank you for giving me a body. And in this body you've given me, you realize its limitations. You realize its um, abilities. When I, I want to be very specific with that. Everyone deals with having to eat. Everyone deals with having to sleep. But stewarding your body, your specific body, that's what's important is, okay, your body, Lacey, needs eight hours per night. Mm -hmm. My body doesn't. My body doesn't need that much. Um, But being able to be wise and steward your specific body, not just, I need to eat, I need, you know, sleep. What Which, is what would you be like if you could breathe like a normal person? I like would, how much sleep would you how much do you say your dad needs? How much sleep does your dad? My dad need? usually sleeps I think it's like 4 to 5 hours a, See, a night. See that's insane. Yeah. I'm ki- part of me is kind of happy you can't breathe that well in the <laughs> way that you do because you would drive me nuts. <laughs> you already get to bed so late and you would drive me so nuts if you're like yeah. popping into bed at like 2 and getting up at 6. Two, oh. wake up at four. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, no. It oddly enough, my I don't need as much sleep. There are definitely seasons. Like I said last night, I went to bed at eight thirty. I was, I think it was a buildup of uh, several nights in a row. But yeah, generally I don't need as much sleep, and I'm able to wake up like you're just awake. I'm just awake. Like I just wake up, and I'm I can't be in bed anymore. I get antsy if I lay. So anyways, here's the important thing. Know your body, steward your body well. And um, man, I the more Lacey and I are both being more vigilant of our personal body's needs. You know, we're also recognizing just how I think maybe how little I know for ourselves we've not been aware of what our bodies needs and so that's why i think we're doing this push is man make sure your body is getting what it needs nutrition wise sleep exercise all of those things um yeah so be more aware of your needs so that you can better care for the needs of others mm. Ooh, that's good wow you know what thank you no can i want to i need a clap that they can hear Thank you. <laughs> um, anyways, you know what? It's, this is our 10th podcast. 10. Number 10. Nice. Yeah. We've done 10 of these. I feel like we need to remember some kind of Sesame Street on the song and the number 10 or something like that. I don't well, I was going to say we could do an impromptu top 10. Mm, top 10 what? I don't know. That's where you, you have to come in to play. I've created the title. Now you need to think of the content. Hmm. Top 10. But come on. You have to use words. Remember at least. how I said at the beginning of this that mm-hmm. all I am right now is a giant brace. That's all I can think about. That's all I can focus on. That's all my thoughts go back to. Is your braces? And my braces. Because my teeth hurt. 
constantly and so much. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, um, you know what? I know. Uh, First of all, I've really appreciated top 10 things we appreciate. In our lives? Yeah. I got one. Hold on. I need to start off. Number 10, looking at Lacey adjust to her braces. (laughs) Definitely. On my top 10, because, oh my goodness, it is so funny. I'll look at her and she'll be staring off into middle distance with like this look in her eyes, this determined look in her mouth, just doing this movement independent of the rest of her face. And it's really funny. Top 10. It's like, it's like Ari that. says, my tongue is so curious. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great line. It is, oh my word. Number nine. Yeah. Ari sayings. Ari sayings are phenomenal. Well, phenomenal um these this i feel like it's not ranked very well for appreciative things literally i'm just making stuff up as i talk number eight is better than bullion chicken okay uh, broth that honestly i go through an impressive amount of chicken (laughs) bullion a month um i go through the costco size Mm -hmm. but as i was making myself a cup of broth today i was thinking how thankful i was for that particular yeah. Bullion, yeah. Definitely. It's very useful in so many different things. Was that seven? Or was seven? Six. Things I appreciate. Something I appreciate. Number six is my office. I really like my office. I just changed my desk today because I needed a little bit of a mix up in my life. I feel like you're just looking around. No, I'm not things. looking around. Oh, okay. No, that was like legit. I really like my office but and I like moving you my desk. You change. You get so excited just to change. Here's the thing. I like and everything. I like micro change. I don't like macro no, change. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Like he's always trying to get me to give him my side of the bed and I'm like, "No, strong no." This no, just mine. to like you can't switch have it up. It. No. Switch it up a little so bit. So he will sleep with his head on the end of the bed just to switch it up. Yep. That's weird. It's definitely weird. Anyways, you're on 5. Oh, is it I thought we were on eight, nine. You did eight, seven. Seven was the office. Six is me. No, you did seven. No, you. I did seven. Six is you. Yeah, go. We have we have braces, re sayings, bullion, office. Ooh, you're on. What is that? Six. Six. You're on six. Go. Spring. I am thankful Ooh. for spring and birds and being able to hear them come back and sweetly sing about how wonderful the weather will be for the day i'm i you know what my spirit bears witness the weather has been magical here Mm -hmm. in the area that we live in yep very nice five Mm -hmm. i'm on five go ahead um five things that i appreciate uh i appreciate um Maybe we should just do top five things. <laughs> you can't think of ten things you're appreciative? <laughs> no, I am, but like you're saying, I'm just looking around now at uh, this point. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, you know what? I'm I'm appreciative of, uh, this is kind of a big one, but it, like all-encompassing of, we were talking about parenting and how, oh, man, I feel like you and I have a great tag team where <laughs> when one of us is like, I'm out, you like, you, you feel like you're able to tag the other person in. So I really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, so I appreciate that. Tag hey, team. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Um, I am appreciative of... Number four. Number four? Yeah. Yes. I am appreciative of the ocean. 
Oh, goodness. Just in general. I feel like that one should have been number one. But we, you said no specific order. Yeah, but number one is obviously, like, the best one. If I move it to one, you okay, think well then number four. No, wait, 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 wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. You remember one. Number four? But we did it all wrong because what? now people aren't excited about number one. We gave it away. Did you, you know, like listening to Casey Kasem and how you'd listen for oh, hours yeah. just to get to number one and you already knew yeah. it because you heard the song a million you know times Guys, that week. You know what? The ocean isn't number one. It's number four because I have something so incredible for number one. You can't beat the ocean. Oh, I will. All right, go ahead. And they're going to have to listen and wait. Okay, number four, tacos. Always tacos. Okay. Number three. Bacon cheeseburgers. Okay. So good. Okay. Number two. Number two? Mm-hmm. Are we on number two already? You said number three, bacon cheeseburgers. And number four, what was number five? Tacos. No, that was number four. Okay, go. Number two. Number two is... Dead air. Dead, Just dead air. <laughs> Just dead air. Number two is... Um, you know what we should do is a top mm-hmm. 10 of things we hate because the only thing that comes to mind is right now I hate my website because I spent the last week you recoding loved, it. You loved it 20 minutes ago before we started this. I do. Here's the thing. Number I two. Can, I, okay, number two. I love my house. It's old. You're stealing all of my numbers. It Because you're not talking. You're acting like you don't no. have anything to be thankful for. I'm thankful for so many things. I'm thankful that for our website, it looks so good now. You just said you hate it. Shh. It's a love-hate relationship. Okay, number one. <laughs> number one. Ready? Yeah. The ocean. <laughs> <laughs> You're not funny. <laughs> it's, I do. I love the you ocean. You tried it's to like, trick people. I know I did. It wasn't... 100%. Uh, if you're still listening, got That ya. was the worst top ten list I know. Here's ever. The thing. It wasn't on our paper, and I felt like I just remembered, oh, yeah, number ten, we should do Never a top ten. Never do that again. It didn't work out. Okay. The polls are back. Everyone hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, if you're watching the video, I just can't. Hey, if, if, Stop if you're listening to this, messing with my mouth. If you're listening to this, you should pop over to our website and just watch a few minutes of the... <laughs> Because my overbite is so bad, <laughs> my my just my t- my bottom teeth are braced right now, so I have to like force out my under my teeth on the bottom to like mess with them. Go to cultivaterelationships.com <laughs> slash podcasts and you'll be able to see Lacey messing with her mouth. <laughs> so funny. Hey guys, wow. Thank you for, you know what, if you're still listening. I don't think they're still listening. Whoever's still listening, thank you. Uh-huh. And if you're not listening, eh, whatever. Well, well, we're glad for what you gave us. <laughs> there you go. All right. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye.